Welcome back to another episode of the Broken Barstool Podcast. Today, our very special guest, Rodrigo Juarez. How are you, man? I'm doing good. What's up, guys? Doing fantastic. It's always good to have Roy back. Always good to have Roy. And of course, my right-hand man, Orlando Venegas. Fuck, on the right. Yeah. (laughs) So, something that you can tell by the decor, it is mad spooky up in her. So... We're coming into this. This is our favorite holiday, and we've talked about the seasons changing in the last few episodes, a couple episodes, and we're just celebrating this season. This is our Halloween special. I know a lot of you guys reached out to us and um, sent us questions to answer. That's going to come towards the end of the show. Uh, we want to make sure that everyone who, who wrote in has a, has a little time to shine, but if you can notice one particular thing. If you're watching this video, but if you're not, I can explain this. We're going to share a mimosa to celebrate this time and celebrate uh, Roy being here. It's a little bit earlier in the in the day today, so I thought mimosas would be fitting. Oh, I want to yeah. say, say cheers to you guys. Cheers. cheers. And cheers to our beautiful camera woman today, Megan. Thank you cheers. so much. Thank you, Megan. That tastes really good. That is bomb, yeah. That's something I would pay $9, $10 for, for sure. More. Yeah, for real. Oh, yeah. No, but, so, going into this, uh, I want to get all of this initial stuff out of the way, because this episode is jam-packed with holiday stories and and theme, and, you know, we want to give this holiday its absolute best, because we love Halloween. We love Halloween. Halloween's a shit. Yeah. It's always been my favorite holiday. I fucking love getting spooky. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, we got to do it right. So, I want to jump right off the bat. Excuse me. Hold on. Ooh. Already fucking burping. <laughs> it's the mimosa. <laughs> it's the mimosa. <laughs> Excuse me. So, I want to uh, start off with this one thing. And I'm so excited. I know Orlando's so excited. You guys are going to be happy about about hearing this. We've got merch. And here, give me just a second to reach over and grab it. We finally, we've been saying it forever. Here, Orlando, you want to oh, prop yes, this up? This. We've been saying this forever. Shirts are coming. Shirts are finally here. So here we go. The Broken Barstool shirt right there. And you could also get the Barfly sweatshirt or or T-shirt. All of these are on an order-by-order basis. So you hit us up on our social medias at the Broken Barstool Podcast. You can also email us at brokenbarstoolpodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up where any, anywhere you can find us on social media. Um, there, It's still not up and going just quite yet. Uh, we'll definitely post when it's ready, but it's we're pretty much close to doing that now. Yeah, we'll post up these uh, these shirts, the designs, and pricing, and we'll you guys uh, can hit us up, and we'll uh, we'll get you some some merch going. I mean, as always, we have the the same. You know, you get a, get yourself a broken barstool coaster. We got stickers and keychains and pins. Yeah, we got all sorts of stuff. Yeah, hit us up if you guys want any of that. But um. Yeah, now that that was taken care of, uh, another thing that I wanted to 
go about uh, was this. If you're watching this, you can see this bottle of Lagavulin 11 year sitting front and center in front of our broken bar stool beer cooler. And this I am so excited to, to talk about because it's, this is my way of recognizing Orlando. I mean, he is literally the backbone of the broken bar stool. Uh, he spends late nights editing our audio and video. Uh, he, you know, backpacks a lot of our equipment around. Now that another thing, this is our first official episode yeah, this, in our new home studio. This is the actual studio now with the with our whole logo yep. and everything and the lights on the back. It's so cool to finally see this come all together. And it's only fitting that it happens to be on Halloween. Oh yeah. So, yeah. That anyway. Back to the whiskey. So this Lagavulin, uh, I got Fernando to thank him for all of his hard work and dedication to make this podcast great and help us uh, expand and keep moving forward. And if you know anything about Orlando, if you know anything about Orlando, he is a big uh, Parks and Recreation fan. Oh, yeah. And, and of course, one of the main reasons that we started drinking Lagavulin in the first place was from a character, Ron Swanson, who is this really, uh, how would you describe him? Like, he's a stoic. Yeah. Very stoic. Uh, he's he's, a, he's like libertarian. He's like a, he's like a no bullshit kind of guy, too. Yeah. Like he's he's a no bullshit guy. He's straight. And just the same way he drinks his whiskey, his oh, uh, Lagavulin neat. Give him a couple fingers and a and a glass, and that's a uh, that's our drink there. Man. What, what's fucking cool is that, like, so back then, and when Parks and Recre- Recreation first came out, this wasn't around. Like the whole the Lagavulin with the uh, uh, the Nick Offerman edition, that was not around. Um, he talked about it on the show like a couple times, and I remember he would just pull it out of his desk and just take a fuck, take a couple drinks, and it's so cool now to finally see like a Nick Offerman edition. Yeah, he actually owns a certain percentage of Lagavulin, I believe. Oh shit! They they said it on the show, and I thought it was kind of just part of the show. Yeah, but it is actually uh, it's actually true. He owns uh, part of Lagavulin. He has a partnership oh. of it obviously you know so uh i think by the end of this uh i wouldn't mind you know if orlando cracks cracks oh, yeah. his log no, i definitely want to wanna... crescent crescent the studio you know celebrate the holiday and uh you know hopefully he really enjoys his gift man, oh, because it's, it's fucking awesome i thank you for the gift yeah he deserves it it's it's fucking sick actually i was i was kidding about so he said he got me something right and i was like if it's not Ron Swanson, I don't want it. <laughs> and it turned out to be this. I was like, oh shit. Like I was I was kidding, but <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it all came back, man. It's awesome. I'm I'm super excited. I really want to try it. I'm so excited to try it. But I mean, I feel like we got the majority of uh of our stuff taken care of, right? Yeah. So we got we went over the podcast room. We went over Halloween, mm-hmm. Lagavulin. Let's get into this special. Oh, yeah. Let's Man, let's get into this special. So, 
if you know anything about Halloween, you should first start off with where jack-o'-lanterns came from. Do you guys know where jack-o'-lanterns came from? No idea. I actually don't know. Yeah, welcome to class, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I I guess... Sprockens de jack-o'-lantern, you hit it? I guess I gotta fucking go to school today. (laughs) Yeah, so here's... I'm just give this uh, like a a quick rundown. So, a jack-o'-lantern... The... I guess the uh, the story goes uh, of this person named Sticky Jack. And this is way, 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 way back when. So Sticky Jack was something of a trickster. He. Oh, so that's how he's got his name. Sticky yeah. Jack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he one day uh, ran into a man. And uh, he tried to trick the man into buying him a drink. And they walk into this bar, and the man turns out to be the devil. Ooh. So, yes. <laughs> yes. So, they go in there and they have a drink, and Jack says, I have no money. And the devil says, I will turn myself into a coin to pay for these drinks. So, the devil turns himself into a coin. Jack picks him up and puts him in his pocket next to a silver cross. Being next to a silver cross, the devil can no longer turn back into his normal form. So Jack keeps him in his pocket and carries him around, basically just playing a prank on the devil. Ooh. Okay. Yes. So as some time goes by, Jack lets him free and He's walking through the forest with his friend, the devil. And he says, look at that beautiful apple up on that tree. And he says, will you retrieve that for me? And the devil says, yes. And he goes up to the top of this tree to pick the apple. And Jack, playing pranks again, carves a cross on the trunk of that tree, enabling the devil from coming back down. So, as time goes on, Jack goes about his life and he eventually passes. Being a deceitful person in nature, uh, when he passes, God does not allow him to enter heaven. He says, Jack, for being such a deceitful person, Mm -hmm. I cannot allow you to cross into heaven for you are not fit. You're a real piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you're a piece of work, man. You fucking suck. So he sends him to hell. He goes to hell and runs into the devil. And the devil says, you have played too many tricks on me. You are not welcome within my kingdom. So not welcome in heaven and not welcome in hell. The devil curses Jack to forever roam the earth with only a candle to light his way. And once he was sent back to earth with this candle, Jack then carved a turnip, put his candle in the turnip, and has been roaming the earth for eternity. And Jack carried his lantern, so hence Jack O'Lantern. 
So it wasn't even a pumpkin in the first place? No, it was a turnip. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, they they uh, they started off with turnips because, I don't know, I guess that was their first initial thought. But uh, then they tried other things like fucking squash and uh, like other other produce. But they ended up on pumpkins because they were so much bigger and they allowed for more creativity. Well, yeah, because it's empty on the inside. Yeah. Like, all you got to do is scoop out some seeds. and Yeah, no, and this motherfucker it. straight up carved out a turnip. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that story. And it's yeah. super interesting how that happened. Yeah, so, I mean, that that's where uh, jack-o'-lanterns came from. And, uh, I mean, oh, another thing, dude. Trip me out. Did you know, you know how, like, uh, kids nowadays, uh, they do, uh, what do they call it? Devil's Night? Is it Devil's Night? What, did you play the Ouija board or something? No, not, fuck. <laughs> no, so it's the night before Halloween. Okay. The night okay. before Halloween is Devil's Night, and that's when kids run out and cause mischief. <laughs> so. We do that too. No. Yeah, fuck <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so. You know how we would throw toilet paper in egg houses? Yeah. <laughs> they would break windows with rocks, like back in the 20s, like 1920s, uh, late 1800s. Yeah. And they would <laughs> throw cabbages. Damn. A full head ass of cabbage. And uh, they would throw rocks at business windows. Fuck, now I wonder who's worse, us what? or them. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that's crazy shit. And this is how heavy-duty these kids were back in the day, man. So, back in the day, where trick-or-treating came from, is, you know how they say, oh, trick-or-treat and blah, blah, blah. Like, you would expect to get egged or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, there was a point, and I want to say that, like, the 30s or 40s, where these kids were so badass that they they, uh, would know longer give the option for a trick-or-treat they terrorized towns into like total submission and where the trick-or-treat came from was that was their incentive if you did not fuck up my house or my business i would reward you with candy and it got so bad that like these like middle school high school kids were getting arrested in hordes because they were fucking up so many places. These kids had some serious nut. You know, they had some sack on them. So then, like, what was what would be their punishment? Like, I guess... They would get arrested. Well, they'd get arrested, but, like, what what's the time for each crime? Ah, fuck, if I know, I didn't look into that. <laughs> That's such a risk. Having the balls to do that. Just Well, I mean, I guess back then, I guess... um Just didn't give a shit. Well, yeah. that, too, and then, like, I guess... A lot of that stuff never really stuck with you as you moved on. Yeah, for real. Because like, like now, like you have like your your ID or your you know whatever, right? They put that into the system. They can find out, hey, this type of shit this guy's done. Yeah, back in the day, they didn't even have social security. Numbers. Exactly. See. Yeah. So I mean, you can do something. Be give him a fake name. True. And you're you're good. You're golden. And if you committed a crime, and I mean, they didn't have like you couldn't no cameras. Nothing yeah, they exactly. Have, so I guess no cameras. And, uh, yeah. You can pull a good old sticky jack and start fucking with the devil, dude. <laughs> Error. You know what I mean? Like, no, but yeah, man. That's something that, ah, fuck. I, I love Halloween so much, bro. I love Halloween so much. And it's more than just like going out and doing 
doing pranks, doing pranks and shit as, as kids. But I love that adrenaline that you get from scary stories and from going out and doing some of that stuff. Not, I'm not talking about, you know, <laughs> causing uh, <laughs> destruction to the town. I'm talking about like going into a place and experiencing that adrenaline rush of the paranormal or of, you know, whatever thing that you're, you're, you're doing. Yeah. Like the thrill, of- the thrill. Yeah. I like fucking with ghosts. So, yeah, dude, fuck with ghosts. <laughs> Speaking of ghosts. Speaking of ghosts, I mean, it it is only fitting that uh that we share a couple spooky stories you oh, know, yeah. to help help set the uh holiday mood. Mm, what do you want to start off with? I don't know, man. I think so far I've done a lot of jaw wagging, so I think maybe maybe we could start at the end of the table with Roy. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, I got a story here or there, here and there. Um, and I got a story from a good friend of mine okay. as well. Um, I got uh, I got his blessing to tell it. Okay. Oh, shit. Uh, okay. And so, and so hopefully I tell it right. I've heard it more than a time or two. Um, so this good friend of mine. Um, so his room is located down in the basement. Um Oh, spooky shit happens yeah. in the basement, dog. And at his house, so, and there's no windows. Like now, some houses have like access, like so, some access to like some window light. Oh, okay. So, but like, this some is light not, can come in. It, yeah, this is just straight fucking darkness. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's hella dark, and advanced darkness. <laughs> <laughs> and so he he was telling me, um, and he even showed me that he had some. Um, so we'll talk about the end result later, but he 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 was saying that he was in his room. And like the middle of the night, um, he he woke up and he he looked at the corner of his room, and it's pitch black. It's dark, and you can hear like the water, like the pipes, like like the the, water the floorboard, going through pipes yeah, and, and the floorboards creak at night. So it, it kind of just added to the feel. But he said in the middle of the night, he he felt like something was watching him, and like he saw like some some eyes just kind of staring in the corner of the room. Yeah, and he was just he was like, nah, it's nothing whatever and he like just turn around and just kind of this is at his his house yeah his house is this sorry i don't mean to interrupt your story but i'm curious is it is an older house is there something yeah well it it seems a little older i'm not too sure when it was built but it Mm. definitely does seem to have its years Uh uh-huh um i don't know if anything happened in the house um possibility but um in in that in his room he just kept waking up and he he felt like something was watching him like some eyes were looking at him and he just had this like feeling that somebody was just like right next to like kind of yeah just just eyeing him and so he he decided you know what i'm gonna just turn on the light and and he like had to talk himself into it it he was like nah i'm gonna I, i'm nah, i'm not gonna do it fuck it i'm gonna do it and then he turned on the light but he said in doing that he felt like some scratch on his chest and he, he showed me the scratches and yeah, he Jesus legit has some fucking scratches. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. I've seen it too, dude. It was, it was... And I was like, no, fu-. I was like, nah, is there's no person, way. Is this a person that I know? Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. We'll keep yeah. them anonymous, but I, we'll, we'll talk off here. <laughs> and it was such a trip. And I was like, no, there's no way that happened to you. He, he showed me, he's like, he did have some scratches and I was like, what the fuck? At first I was like, 
I don't know if I want to hang out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, man, you're, you're looking better. a little cursed. <laughs> Give me some bad juju. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he told his grandma, and his grandma came in and uh, uh, blessed his blessed the house and blessed uh, his basement <laughs> uh, with holy water. And uh, I've had my my mom's house blessed. I just a little side note. Oh yeah, yeah, it's kind of, it's hella trippy. Yeah, yeah, we've had, we've had our house blessed in Mexico too. There's some things that happened. Some trippy things that have happened there too. Yeah, um, but that was probably like he he does some some other stories that I probably can't tell. Well, I, I can tell them, but not as well as he would be able to. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, and he's got he, he's, he's got had some his stories. good share of experiences. Yeah, <laughs> I believe it. No man, it's, see that's just like that's like an introduction to. See that's that's not a ghost either, dude. Yeah, uh, that's a demon. I, yeah, I don't know. Don't tell me. <laughs> That's a demon. I left dog. that bad juju back there. <laughs> Shit, I don't know, bro. Because ghosts, ghosts don't harm people. Ghosts, they just, they just chill, right? I bet they might play pranks or some I shit, bet. but but uh, if well. I was a ghost that heard that shit, I'd be like, I bet. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> no, go, ghosts are typically they're they're non they're they're not harmful. Like they 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 typically just like to play pranks. Yeah, it's yeah. demons the ones that are like well, actually I, hurt. But that's what we're told, so. How would we Very true. Know? Very true. That's what we're told. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, man, that's, uh, I don't know, that stuff starts getting my, my blood going, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I start getting mildly rocked. And uh, let's just keep this going, man. I think more between the three of us, we have more than enough stories to share. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got another one. Well, let me yeah, tell dude. it. Let it rip. Pass it too. on. Uh, so I don't know what you guys uh, know about or feel towards uh, white owls. Lechuzas. Um Yeah, I know that. They um, send they that myth. Yeah, yeah. They 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 say they say they tend to represent uh, death. Like, yeah. Like, um, and so one of the and this happened in Mexico. Uh, it's like a really Mexican, like like, it's like folklore. Folk, yeah. yeah, folklore. Yeah. But but crazy thing though, um, in this instance, um, uh, so it we were just hanging around two three in the morning, just honestly drinking and just hanging out. And, um, yeah, um, this, the friend that had this past experience that I just told, he was there too. Fuck. And, um, some, shit falling <laughs> and so, some of his cousins were there. Um, we're just hanging out and we're just talking about stories and you know, what they've gone, like what they've been through and what we've experienced. And we we're just driving around and we passed this, by this lady's house who had a white owl right by her, like on the pole of like by her house yeah and the coincidence would be that uh that lady was actually uh, didn't have much time left she was uh, oh uh, she was actually yeah, so on her last her. on her last moments she was and, ready to kick the and, bucket and they um and we were like what the fuck and then we just started talking about white owls and what they represented <laughs> See, same same with like my family too um my my parents shared this one with me actually so it was because we own a farm, like my family owns a farm and it's kind of out there, like in the country. Right. Yeah. And they, they were just there at night and they hear, you know, the hoot of an owl. Right. And there's some trees kind of like a good, like 500 feet, maybe like off to the side. And they see the owl. It's a like huge owl. They said, and they got like immediately scared because of that. You know, it means that someone's time is coming up. Someone that they know. And they actually rushed home 
I think I was still in high school then. So they immediately thought us like me and my siblings. So they mm-hmm. came home they made sure we were okay. And sure enough, like in two days, like one of their, um, uh, compadres died. Like he got Damn. into an accident and a really bad accident. And he died like right then and there at the accident. That's crazy. It's fucking crazy, dude. I mean, they say it's a folklore, right? But, but, but like I've hear stuff and it's kind of like, yeah, it's, it's, it, it, it's hard not to like think, Oh, is it true? Cause in that is same instance that I said that that lady was, um, passing that, that morning, like she had passed. Um, and we were like keen on hearing whether she was okay because we because of what we've heard about the white owl, la lechuza. La lechuza. And so, yeah, it almost that's... sounds like la lechuga. <laughs> the lettuce. The lettuce. <laughs> lechuga. Beware of the lettuce. <laughs> oh fuck! Damn, dude. You know what's funny? Or I guess it's not funny. <laughs> but um. Uh... It just coincidentally enough, I also have a story regarding now. And um, likewise, it also takes place in Mexico. So I was not particularly a part of this uh, incident, this event that happened. So the story goes, uh, in my, my family's uh, humble community in Mexico... Uh, it's a, a small congregation of houses owned by uh, my uncles and aunts and, and cousins, and they own uh, uh, farm animals and ranch the property. And uh, that that's that's where my family in Mexico lives, or a part of my family in Mexico lives. And in that community, it is in, extremely small. It's uh, at the foot of uh, the the mountain range, and it's it's you know smack dab in the middle of the desert and uh everybody knows everybody mm-hmm. and one thing is that everyone knew of this woman this woman lived in a pink adobe house off on the edge of the community by herself a long ways away from everyone else and even when when I was younger and we would go visit family and walk around the the community they they would even mention to me the older I got to not go to that woman's house or to not go by that woman's house because she is different and like different how she was different in a way that didn't quite make sense to most people. She did it, did it spook people or did yes. It just put them off? So she practiced like a dark art. She mm-hmm. would like brujeria. Like yeah, exactly. Like Royce brujeria or witchcraft. Uh, and that was her her moniker. That that was her her identifier. You know, she was known as a witch. You know, that was the that was the, the the little tale that I oh no, she's a witch, blah blah blah. And uh, so they said that she would do voodoo and attempt to curse, and she was involved in satanic rituals, and she would Damn. 
inflict these things on all of those who uh, negatively impacted her. So if you had an interaction of some kind and you offended her or you did something to her physically, she would, you know, retaliate with these satanic rituals or voodoo or whatever to get back at you. And the reason why she got this reputation is because when she would perform these things, obviously in the privacy of her house, but she would tell that person in public that you've been cursed or whatever. And, you know, like, uh, she would say these things like, you know, la, what do they call it? La mal de ojo or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, is watching you or whatever. And uh, eventually these people would get sick. And these people would have a, a an extensive uh, trend of bad luck. And people started to make the connection that it was attributed to this woman cursing these people or using her witchcraft. So in the beginning of this, I mentioned an owl. So the owl comes from the, the story of this woman shape-shifting supposedly oh. right this is the way that the story goes you know the way it was told to me so the owl comes into play because uh it was told that she would watch the people she felt had wronged her in the shape of an owl so as to go about her business inconspicuously and that reputation began to, you know, uh, uphold. So this came from family members of mine. And they had said that someone from the family had insulted her. And she had yelled back and said, Your family is cursed. And El Mal de Ojo was watching you. So the, this, the, the all-seeing eye is watching you. And as time went on, nothing really seemed to change. They went about their normal business. And then they started noticing one particular thing that was repetitive. And almost happened like clockwork. Around 3 a.m., they would hear hooting mm. from an owl. Fucking owls. And, I, you know, me personally, being on the property, I can imagine this. But So the way of the layout is, you know, the, the houses lay in, in, in the community in a circle. And there's this large common ground in the, in the middle with a large tree. And then towards the end is an open-ended side going into pasture with nothing but a uh, barbed wire fence. And like a cattle fence. And it was told that an owl was sitting on one of the fence posts, hooting and looking into the house directly across from it. So looking straight ahead. And it would hoot and it would come back and come back and come back. And uh, at some point, this family member confronted the older woman and said, 
uh, so, something regarding the owl, saying that you're you cursed me. Now this owl's bothering me and 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 tormenting me and always watching me. This owl is always around, and they attributed it to a negative spirit. So one day they had seen the owl, and it was hooting and staring. So he drew his gun. It's a forty-four revolver. And opened fire on this owl. Mm. Completely clearing his barrel. And seeing that the owl flew away, he assumed he missed. And lo and behold, the next day, going into town to go about their business, enter mm-hmm. the market or whatever. The old woman was not there conducting her normal day-to-day business. And day after day, they noticed that that woman was no longer there. Oh, fuck. It makes yeah. sense. And then someone had mentioned, they said, have you seen such and such person? They said, no, I haven't seen her in multiple days. It's you know, it's starting to to seem off. And they said that she's sick. They said she was sick. She does not leave her house. So this person, curious to see what the, the older woman was dealing with, had from a distance observed the house. And as she walked outside to retrieve her mail was seen with blood-soaked bandages around her midsection, walking with a cane as if she had been shot. Mm. So the rumor goes is this woman is a witch. She shape-shifted into an owl to observe the people she was cursing and tormenting. And when this person opened fire... He actually hit the owl, which in turn, you know, hit the woman. Yep. Pretty crazy, man. I'm assuming eventually killed her. And I think she, uh, she, I mean, she was old as hell, but I mean, if she's a witch, she's probably like 10,000 years old and whatnot. (laughs) But probably had some sort of potion to fix that. Hey, had you ever seen her? I have not. I have seen the house though. Yeah. Apparently, uh, she had a monkey. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, a monkey no shit she had a monkey but how did a monkey end up in fucking mexico i don't know people have monkeys here uh, yeah but this is america yeah well they can get whatever the fuck they want to but uh, sure. you're talking about witchcraft it's, it's crazy how um um just traditions have stayed over the years like yes, yes witchcraft but i mean what's your take on like the egg and you know, like the oh egg. yeah, yeah, oh like yeah, the the yeah, yeah, there's things that have stayed, uh, that have maintained themselves. Like, yeah, in that's our culture, like so. it's like considered a witchcraft and everything. So, so for those of you who don't know, um, in in most, I think well, I want to say Mexican cultures, um, when someone is sick, uh, what they do is that they pass over a raw egg over the person. That's I think it has to be cold, right? Yeah, I don't I'm pretty know. sure it has to be cold. It has to be cold. And they pass it over to the person, like over their head, over their skin, over their body, everything. Um, and then eventually, once they get 
to get it done. I don't know. They typically do it for like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, they go over all different parts of your body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they crack it and they put it in like a glass vase or a glass cup. And it pretty much, if like the egg looks like it's like boiling almost, or you know, cloudy. It, yeah, cloudy. Yeah. That means the person is very, very sick. Or if it's like, you know, not as cloudy, then it's not as bad. But supposedly what it's supposed to do is that it's supposed to like, it's taking the sickness away. Yeah, or like cleanse, cleanse the negative yeah. stuff from you. Exactly. Yeah. And um, I'll be honest, I don't think it ever worked. <laughs> I don't know. The, the million of times that my mom did it to me when I was a kid. Yeah, dude, I I want someone to do it with me, but use like an ostrich because they're gonna need some heavy duty. They're gonna need some heavy duty shit to get all this negativity out of my head. An ostrich egg. Yeah, they're gonna need some heavy duty shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh fuck. But yeah, man, it's I mean, it's just crazy. There's so there's so much to tell. There's so much spooky shit. But I I mean. I kind of want to keep this going. We still have we still have some time, and we have questions at the end of this. But I feel like there's a couple more time for a couple more more stories. Uh, definitely. Um, there's still another one I want to talk about. But and I last think, night. Uh, yeah, that's what I actually I wanted to get to that. Okay. I wanted to get to last night. So we had a, I'm just gonna say a failed attempt at doing something <laughs> spooky last night so we have something to talk about but yeah it, it ended up being quite the adventure um we we ended up going to idaho city right yeah it was idaho city idaho city and what was it like an hour or so away from yeah, here about an hour it was an hour or so away from boise or where we're at um and you can like go into like this canyon sort of thing and yeah and then you start to raise up into uh the mountains into like a mountain a range yeah yeah and it's like all foresty and everything like it's if it was like you know daytime daytime it would have been beautiful but we went at night and we would have been like talking we were doing it like this we were just speaking we we're talking like uh some spooky stories we we're listening to spooky stories so we we're trying to like spook ourselves yeah and we get to the town and I shit you not, okay? This is no offense to anybody in Idaho City. <laughs> but when it's dark and you're in Idaho City, that looks creepy as fuck. That's like an actual ghost town. Yeah, straight up yeah. ghost town. It Like, if you look up any old Western movie, but plant that smack dab in the middle of, of a forest, a forest yeah. that's what it is. It's an old mining town. Oh, That was fucking scary. Well, not scary, but like it was like it was creepy. Yeah. It gave off those vibes that were yeah. just it like definitely sure. set the mood. Oh yeah, and then <laughs> we were actually gonna go to their cemetery. Yes, and which is deep in the forest. Yeah, so you have to like go all the way through town, and the GPS was taking us down this one road, and Juan was driving. He's like, he looks down the road. He's like, nope, I ain't <laughs> going down that road. <laughs> it's pitch black. <laughs> The only thing, the only light on that road at all is the light coming from my headlights. And it's just surrounded and totally engulfed, being swallowed by the darkness of the forest. And it it was an unpaved road. It was dark. And we were just following it deeper and deeper into a forest, going and seeing fewer and fewer houses. So mm-hmm. you know you're going, you know, in it. 
And then um, we get up to where the uh, the cemetery is like at. But then there's this big ass sign that says, hey, uh, trespassers will be prosecuted if you enter. And I'm like, I don't think we'll be prosecuted. I think we'll be shot if we try to go. Yeah. <laughs> Idaho City is definitely that place. I mean, I feel like. Yeah. So I my brother actually has one of these signs. This is that we don't call the police and it has a. Like a, a picture of a handgun. Oh fuck! Yeah, I feel like they don't call the police. Oh yeah, yeah. No. yeah. they didn't. No, yeah. they they definitely don't. They they shoot and ask questions later. <laughs> shoot first, ask questions later. So so yeah, we we didn't end up going in there because we're like, you know, we don't feel like you know, going to jail or anything else or getting right? shot or getting shot yeah. right. Yeah. So we turned around, and then I had <sighs> the idea. Fucker. <laughs> so. When we were coming in, right, when we were going through town, I, I noticed a couple bars, and they were open, and, like, um, there was one that had quite a bit of cars there and everything, so I was like, let's go try that bar out. Let's go let's go see what it's like here in Idaho City, what the nightlife is here. Yeah. I was actually curious about it, too. I was like, it's going to be cool. I, I was know, interested. Right? To be fair, I... When I first brought yeah. it up, he was pretty well into it. Yeah, I was pretty into it, because they look like an old Western, like, old Western saloons. And I was like, kick ass, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, Orlando, let's uh, tell them what happened. <laughs> okay. tell, them, tell them about the bar. What, what was the name of this bar? You uh, want to say it? It was the Gold Mine, it was Gold Mine Restaurant slash Bar or something like. It had lots of names attached to it, but yeah, it was like Gold Mine something. And we go actually through a side entrance. We don't go through the front. We go through a side entrance, and right off the bat, like it's all just plywooded inside. Like nothing's like. Really like done, like no, done nicely. No finished interior. No, exactly. Nothing at all. The floorboards, you were sinking in some of them. Like yeah. you stepped and you're like, oh shit. <laughs> you thought you were gonna fall right through. Yeah. And we go through, then there's then there's an actual entrance. And it's like all O or wood or whatever it is. And it, it looks really wood, nice. Yeah. It looks yeah. really sick. And we go through the front door and it's just country music blaring, right? Yeah, with, and, uh, with a come and get it flag on the wall. <laughs> um, <laughs> Off to the left, I saw like instruments and stuff. So I'm like, oh, shit, maybe someone's going to be live, live music. Yeah. yeah, I was like, hell yeah, this is, you know, this is going to be a sick ass vibe. And then we turned our attention forward and there's this <laughs> small <laughs> crowd of people. Yeah. yeah, very small crowd of people. Uh, you could definitely tell they all <laughs> knew each other. Um, and it. it when we were walking by, one of the guys was just like, oh, well, we've been waiting for you all night. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is like not the right place to be. And everybody was like, you know, it's like, you can tell like they're not, they're definitely not like no city folk. Like they're all, yeah. they, they rough it out there in, in the country or in the woods or whatever, right? Yeah. No, these guys, uh, Let's put it this way. This is the first amount of melanin they've seen in quite some time. <laughs> and and uh, between Orlando and our friend Roy here, that's uh, a whole lot of darkness that they don't, they don't usually partake in. You know oh, what I'm shit. saying? They got quiet there for a quick second. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. All eyes were on us when we came. That was through. the most uncomfortable I've ever been. Oh, dude. I've never, I've never walked into a bar and had everyone in the bar stare at us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the only thing that would make it even more awkward is if they stopped the music to look at us. <laughs> and I think this is what, 1230 now? 
Yeah, it's about yeah. 12 o'clock. 12, 12, 12, 12, or somewhere around there. Yeah, midnight. And then Juan takes us pretty much to the corner yeah. booth. Yeah, the, <laughs> the most to... corner booth away from everybody. <laughs> I, would, I did not want any part of that business. Like, <laughs> man, I felt so uncomfortable, and I was really on edge from all these people like, staring at us. And, okay, so you know you usually go to a bar, they pat you down or whatever, and they... You know, they some some bars will like metal detect you or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Everyone or not, it felt like everyone had some sort of a weapon in this bar. There's one guy who openly came in with a straight like six inch blade strapped to his hip. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he was like a six foot four, six foot five, tall, skinny guy, long hair, big beard, and just an intimidating looking dude oh, with yeah. a freaking hard piece of iron strapped to his freaking hip yeah this is this is definitely not the bar where you want to start shit at yeah and i told orlando too before we even picked a bar to go to i was like man i feel like one of us is getting our teeth knocked out (laughs) oh fuck well anyways we sit down and uh we still get we're still getting looks obviously like i can definitely see like people are just looking our way and then the uh waitress i guess right yeah bartender bartender um comes to us you know she's She's like not your typical bartender either. Yeah, you know? I thought she was drunk. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> be honest, I thought yeah. she was drunk. I'm, I'm gonna admit she's probably she was probably a little, uh, a few drinks in for sure. Yeah. Uh, she took our order. We actually we actually ordered their mystery beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big ass mug. Oh, she yeah. said, "This Three is dollars. what we have on tap." Uh, I think she pointed at something. Yeah, there. she pointed at a few beers. It's like your regular, you know. Um, Bud Light, Budweiser, exactly, and, shit like that. and then she, she's like, "Oh, and we have a mystery beer for twenty four ounce for three bucks," and I'm like, "Yeah, let's fucking do that." Yeah, so we all got a mystery beer, and uh, it wasn't too bad, but I thought it was kind of dog shit. But <laughs> <laughs> it honestly, so here's what it tasted like to me. I, I straight up think that they just opened all the taps and then they ran the mug. They back fucking waterfall there. <laughs> yeah, they just ran the mug back and forth until it was full. Oh, that's what fuck. it tasted that's like true. to me. You couldn't quite point what what it was. Yeah, I have no, no fucking clue. Yeah. No, no idea. No idea what the hell that was. <laughs> and then I, at some point while I was drinking this, I, I started to think to myself that they probably were gonna, they probably spiked our beers and we're gonna wake up strapped to a wall <laughs> on the back of this bar. <laughs> and I was like, God damn it, man! <laughs> I just wanted to finish this beer and get the hell out of there. Uh, while all this time too, like. People are always still giving us looks. And then they were dancing and stuff, too, out there. Yeah. yeah and they yeah. were like, it was weird. Dancing. There was some weird dances going on. Yeah. It was slow country, but that's not what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> they were they were doing everything but moving slow, you know what I'm exactly. saying? <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was all hella weird. And I was like, all right, let's finish this. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was a, a real deal honky tonk. <laughs> but that's what oh, I was doing. Oh, my gosh. It was just, it was a trip. I mean, it's one thing, dude, I don't, that's what I was thinking. I was like, man, we should have just gone to the bar that had like three people in it. If we had three people and we each got in a fight, that's one-on-one. I mean, we could try to hold our own, but when an entire bar full of people seems to <laughs> disagree with your presence, <laughs> it's, a, it's a little bit different feeling. I, I thought it was going to be fun, but. Yeah, no, definitely fun. That was not <laughs> yeah. it. It was the whole the moment you got in the room. Yeah, the moment is just the mood you could just feel was just like, oh fuck, we shouldn't be. Are you here. lost? <laughs> Are you lost? Are you, Are you lost? lost? 
<laughs> yeah, man. It was just a trip. Anyway, well, let's get back to uh, a couple more spook stories. Oh, spook yeah, yeah, stories. yeah. Uh, one of the first time we, we went to the cemetery, and that was all three of us. Let it rip, Tater Chip. You can probably tell it better because I don't remember it. Uh, okay. I'll remember how I tell it or how I, I'll tell it how I remember it. Okay. Um, obviously if you guys remember stuff, point it out. <laughs> I will. Uh, this was sophomore year, I think. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is sophomore year and we just got done with, uh, with a wrestling match. And so we got home pretty late. I think it was like what? 10 ish. Somewhere around ish. Somewhere around there. Yeah. And. Did we take your car or did we take... I no. think it might have been one of your two. No, it was in the Rolla. Was it in the Rolla? Yeah, we were always in the Rolla. <laughs> you take the Rolla, okay? We go... Burley technically has... Well, no. Burley has... Oh, they, they it does have two cemeteries. Burley has two cemeteries. One that's like over way on the south side of town. And there's one all the way over onto the... What is it? The west side of town. And it was next to a golf course. And we went to the one in the west because that one's, like, more spooky. The other one's, like, near businesses and stuff, so it's all lit up. Oh, yeah. So the one that was more isolated. Yeah, because I swear, I'm pretty sure if we try to go in there at night and a cop drives by, they're going to be like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. So we went to the one that was more isolated. And we drive in. There's no gates or anything, so you can just literally go right in. Yeah. Um, it's on the top of a hill. Yeah. And. But the eerie thing is that when you're entering, there's a bunch of trees. Just oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. A bunch, bunch of pine bunch trees. Of trees. Just a path. Yeah. And we go in and we literally park right at the entrance. Like we don't we don't try to go through uh, with the car or anything. We just park right at the entrance. Yeah. We didn't want to draw any attention to ourselves. So. Because, I mean, technically, even though it is open. Uh, just like the other places, you can kind of still are trespassing. It's it's really only open oh, yeah. from sun up to sun down. Because I mean, really, what business is anyone supposed to be having at a cemetery that late at night? For real, especially a cemetery. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. we we get out of the car and we start walking around, and we heard of a story of a. There's like this. Um, cement block like a big old kind of like I a well I think it's about. like a well yeah. but like they, they cemented it like all around it and so we want the, the story is, is that it, that if you knock on the well or on the cement you're going to hear a knock back like it's not an echo or anything it's, Okay, you're going to get like a full on knock back I, I, I want to reiterate this and kind of clarify how the the story goes so also just a side note at this point we were like trying to be amateur ghost hunters too so we were trying to record shit on our our old cell phones and trying to get like video recordings and super pixelated he couldn't see anything a ghost looked like something on fucking roblox and (laughs) if you caught it on camera it looked like something on what's that shit called that that you play the fucking what is it Minecraft Minecraft oh yeah <laughs> but anyway Pixelated. so yeah so we we were amateur ghost hunters really we I wanted mean, to be ghost hunters yes <laughs> and um, the actual story goes that if you knock on this 
structure. If you hear a knock back, then that means you are going to die soon or that you will be haunted by some sort of oh, spirit. Oh, yeah, that's how that went. And that that was what we were trying to find out. Honestly, thinking about it now, it's pretty fucking ridiculous. Why would you want to know if you're going to die soon? Yeah. Why would you be like, oh, ha, ha, I knocked back, and next thing you know, there's a big fucking slobbering, crazy, manipulated monster demon attached to your soul. Just cold chilling every time you crack a cold one on the cast. I know, we were young and dumb again, remember? Yeah, dude. We still did a lot of stupid shit. Kind of like whatever, what happens, yeah, happens. Dude. Yeah, dude, I'm coming mildly rocked up, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. anyways, we we go we go through the cemetery. It's actually on the far end of where we came in at. In the cemetery, I want to say it's like, what, a good it's half prob- a mile, quarter mile, somewhere around there? Yeah, probably about a quarter mile. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more. Um... So we go all the way to the other side to go knock and not hear anything back, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> it was all bullshit. Yeah, I was like, ha, ha, ha I'm not going to die. Um, but there's actually a second entrance to that cemetery. And from that second entrance, we see headlights mm. coming in through that side. And we're like, shit. So we fucking book it through the headstones and everything. Yeah. And I remember this guy over here. <laughs> He trips on one. <laughs> and when we looked at the one that he tripped on, it was one with like the, you know, the star of David, the upside down star. Yeah. And it had a satanic a, goat on the other side. It was a pentagram. Yeah. So it was a Satanist grave. Yeah. And you could, there was other graves around it yeah, that it was, had like similar symbols on them as well. Yeah. It was uh, a sectioned off part of the cemetery for Satanists. Yeah, it was just, it just gave you that creepy ass vibe, yeah. like right there. I fucking there. tripped over his grave, dude. <laughs> I can't remember his name anymore. I don't but know, was... dude. I didn't remember it then. It was, <laughs> I was just trying to gather my freaking guts because I was losing my pants there. You know what I'm saying? I was uh, losing my mind a little bit. Oh, dude. It's like you're looking for me. You're knocking on the well. Yeah. It's like, knock, knock, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking the, the headstone literally rolls out of the fucking ground yeah, when you were running. <laughs> I'm like, oh. You <laughs> treat me. Yeah. Speaking about uh, basically looking for trouble, uh, yeah. do you guys remember doing the little sticks? Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought that was complete horse you, shit. That was stupid you, as fuck. I thought that was baloney, dude. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't remember what it was called. It was like some bullshit. People do with like pencils. You hold a pencil and if you touch together, it was like an answer or something. Yeah, and like, I swear, like I, I'd never move it, but it would move. And I don't know if it, I'd never trusted the other person. It's like, did you move it? No, yeah. I didn't. So I never knew if yeah. I was like for real or for. Yeah, I, it wasn't. It never really seemed to work for me, I thought. But. but. I wasn't the only time we went to that to that fucking cemetery too. Yes, we went there another time, and fuck, why the fuck? Why? I don't <laughs> now know. that I think I about it, why? This time though, this time though, we parked the car actually over by the road. We didn't put it. We didn't go all the way into the cemetery. We parked yeah. it over by the road, and yeah, we walked okay. in through the gates down that creepy path with the uh, trees and everything. 
I'm not gonna lie, that's not the only times that I've gone. Well, dude, we've done it so many times though. Well, I also did it in Mexico, and that's where like, yeah, fuck that. I did it too. I did too. (laughs) I did too, and it was bad. So we like that one group that we said where we saw the the white owl. Mm-hmm. We're all like, oh fuck it, let's go to the cemetery. <laughs> let's go to the cemetery. And like, let's, let's, see, let's, like, who, let's see who bitches up. All right, let's go. And so we go. <laughs> and so uh, this this friend of ours is uh, <laughs> fucking us right there. <laughs> and his and his cousins are from 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 Texas, from Dallas more specifically. And uh, he's all like, they're all like, oh fuck it, <laughs> like give you five hundred pesos just to run back and come back. <laughs> 500 pesos. That's not even a... What is I that? was like, mm. He said, okay, 1,000 pesos. 100 bucks. I was like... Roughly. Nah, I bet. Fuck that. <laughs> I was like, nah, you know what? I don't got the guts here. Because um, in Mexico, I feel like shit gets real, real. Oh, when yeah. it comes to like hauntings and shit. So, I nah. I, I'll admit. <clears throat> chickened out. But then again, nobody got off the... Tr- like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got. I think. Yeah, we didn't get off the truck. We just kind of like. Yeah, this is as far as we'll make it. Yeah. And we turned back around. Do you remember that one time when we went to that cemetery in, in Pocatello? Yes. Okay. <laughs> that right. was fucking epic too. Before we move on, I want to tell two more stories. Okay. Both of them involving Idaho. So, actually, both of them are Pocatello, but. I want Orlando to tell that story. It was actually on Halloween night. I don't remember much, so uh... I got this. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was actually Halloween too. Yeah. It was actually literally Halloween, and so we it was during college. So yeah. obviously we went to a, a Halloween party. You know, yeah. got got pretty got pretty sauced, and uh, we had this bright idea at like one or two in the you morning. You know what? Roy was there. I know Roy was there. We went to his party. Yeah, it was at his. It was like, was it his party? It was his uh, fraternity's party. Was it really? Yeah, yeah. you Pocatello. Yeah, remember you had a chapter meeting or something in Pocatello. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we went to it's that party, a- and it was whack. We stole a bunch of beer from. Those people <laughs> hey, wasn't that that day too? That uh, what's it called? When we were driving back to the apartment from I don't know where. But that guy's uh, beer fell out of his truck, too, that night. Yeah, earlier that day. Earlier that day, yeah. All right, premise. So earlier that day, it was a good day. It was a fucking hell. I I got a tattoo that day. Yeah. Orlando got a tattoo, and we were driving back from the tattoo parlor. It was a handful of buddies, and uh, we're driving back to my apartment. And this guy with a flatbed pickup truck had, like, I don't know, like three or four dirty cases of beer on the bed of his truck. And they weren't secured. And this guy takes a corner kind of kind of sharp. And one two, of them. Or two of them, yeah. Yeah, two cases fall off of this flatbed. And there's beer everywhere. There's some that are exploded, some that are rolling across the road, blah, Mind blah, Mind you, blah. we're not of age as well. <laughs> yeah, we Opportunity. Were so, so, yeah, we we went, we stopped, you know, and we picked it up. We weren't, I, I wasn't thinking. I don't know if these guys were, but I wasn't thinking of, like, taking the beer. I was actually I was absolutely thinking about taking it because <laughs> the guy did stop, yeah. and I and I noticed that, so I was picking it up for him. Yes, the guy, yeah, the guy did stop. Um, he he was actually kind of far down the road. It was almost like a block, yeah. block and a half ish down the road. 
And then he realized that he and he came back and we had already scooped it all up. And we were like, I was prepared to give it to him. Like I was, I was like, here, here's your here's your beer and everything. And he's like, nah, don't worry about it. You guys keep it. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so it ended up being some almost almost a full rack. I mean, there was two cases that broke where most of them exploded. And he took he took the most complete one and he gave us another box that was, you know, fucked up. So we got a bunch of stragglers off the road. We had something like 18 to 20 beers. Yep. Free yeah. beers though. Free beers. <laughs> and we went back to uh to my apartment where we got ready. Um and we pre-gamed some of those beers and we went to this party. Mm-hmm. And uh that we we met Roy. We didn't meet Roy, but we met up with Roy at at this party. It was a a fraternity party. It was a frat party. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was from his frat's local chapter at our, at my college. And we met him there, and he was going about his business. We hung out uh, a little bit, but it seemed to be pretty occupied with the ongoings of his fraternity because they had him doing multiple tasks throughout the, the night. And uh, we hung out, we talked for a minute, but it, it just didn't seem to to really satisfy what we were looking for that night. And it was BYOB, which is, I mean, if you're a college kid, it's fucking whack. Yeah. I mean, like, damn. <laughs> BYOB? What the fuck, dude? Yeah, it's fucking whack, dude. If you're going to throw a party, you better buy some drink. But uh, anyway, so there was someone there who came fucking strapped because there was like... I don't know, five or six cases that were sitting outside. Yeah. They were sitting outside up against the house. And when we decided to leave, we each took one. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that. Like, fuck this party, dude. (laughs) And we walked back through to get to the car. No one said anything. And we just like played it off like we brought it. (laughs) Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah, I remember that. Anyways, we left that party. Yeah, we left that party. Uh, we went back to to my apartment, where people kind of started to disperse. Some people went back to their homes. Uh, Orlando stayed was going already planning to stay the night at my place, and some people were like, "Oh no, I just want to go to bed." I'm like, "Dude, that's fucking whack. It's Halloween. Get in the spirit. Let's go get spooky. Let's go something." There's, I don't know how many parties going on. Let's go do something. I was drunk, so I said yes. <laughs> yes. So, uh, we were asking everyone around, and no one was really down. And uh, just out of, of a whim, there was a girl within our friend group that lived um, two buildings away. So, it was yeah. like this large complex of, of apartments. And um, uh, she lived in apartment 6G. Shout out the girls from apartment 6G. You guys, <laughs> you guys are badass. <laughs> So they were they were in our friend group, and uh, we asked them. I was like, "Hey, do you guys want to go to a party? You guys want to get spooky or whatever?" And they're like, "You know what? We just got comfy. We're gonna watch a movie. We're probably gonna go to bed soon." I'm like, "That's fucking whack." So, and surprisingly enough, one girl says, "I'm down," and I'm like, "Sick! Let's, let's go. Let's, let's concoct something real quick." So we're like, hey, let's, should we go to this party? Nah. Should we go to this? Nah. And then we're like, let's get spooky. And they're like, okay, what are you thinking? And we're like, so about, 
I don't know, maybe two and a half blocks there's or a, so, there's a cemetery yep. <laughs> that, that butts up against this hill. And the entire cemetery is in completely crowded with, with different trees, oak trees, pine trees, small shrubs. It's very, very full. And, and it's fenced. Yeah, and it's fenced, not with a normal, like, chain link fence, but with, like, a large iron rod fence. Yeah. And uh, the other half of the cemetery is newly developed. Yeah, it was a pretty long... It, it, was, a, it was a large cemetery. It was, like, at least at least half a mile. At least. Yeah. It, Probably a little longer than that. It was, it was very large. And uh, so, like, lo and behold, it's a clear moonlit night and to not draw any attention to ourselves in any way because we cannot park a vehicle on that without being noticed no it's kind of like on a busy road too yes. so like you obviously definitely can't park there. that goes that goes to like the main entrance of of the icu campus yeah yeah so what we do is we basically we hoof it you know we walk there and we go through the far entrance. Like I said, that last at this point in time, that last part of the cemetery was undeveloped. And uh, they had a gate that wasn't finished. It was like a large arc open gateway, but the gate doors had not been installed yet. A large portion of it was not even fully fenced off. And um, the majority of those plots were unoccupied. Mm-hmm. So... We're walking through this basically open grass uh, field with scattered one and two graves here and there throughout. And big old trees, too. Yeah, and, and large, large, mature oak trees and pine trees throughout. Yep. Deep in the main part of the cemetery, there's a large, like, I don't know, castle-like shrine uh uh, I guess tombs tomb it would be a tomb someone's tomb it was a large oh yeah yeah, yeah. I remember I remember yeah, castle like structure that was uh, a family tomb of some kind it, it was creepy too going yeah, down that path it was like stupid creepy. like you, like at any moment somebody could just come from behind that tree and it could be like anything yeah you could be fucked but <laughs> so as we're walking through we're we're primarily exposed to the entry the entrance in that far undeveloped corner and we were going about it at our own slow pace and you know we're trying to get into the spooky mood right so we're talking and we're trying to do this like again amateur ghost hunting bullshit yeah 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 <laughs> so we're trying to get stuff on our phones and blah 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 we're getting all set up and we're walking through the cemetery and then we see headlights no it was it was a, a spotlight coming yeah. from the main road like the spotlight off of a cop car. Yes, 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 uh, yes. There was a spotlight off of a cop car that was shining into the cemetery, yeah. trying to see if there's anybody in there. Yeah. So when we saw the spotlight, we book it. We fucking book it. We're trying to get to cover because at this point, you know, we're still walking through this undeveloped part. And we have to get towards the, the, the main occupied part of the cemetery where all those mature trees and large tombstones are at. So we have something to hide behind. So we're running, 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 not looking. And then I take a look behind to see where this cop car is at and see where a spotlight is shining. And I fall. 
This guy fucking fell into a grave. I fell into an open grave. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, dude. Yes, an open grave. Oh, this and motherfucker was six feet down. Yeah, I was, I, was, I was six feet deep in this fucking hole. And... I fall with a fucking thud, and when I when I lay down, I'm like, dude, I'm fucking dead, I'm fucking dead, I'm fucking dead. <laughs> so, I like, I just like kind of like clench up, and I close my eyes, and I, like for a second, and I look up, and I'm like, shit. And I see the spotlight comb over the area and move past. Meanwhile, me and, me and the girl, right, we kept booking it, and... There's like again, with no concern for their friend. <laughs> so, well, I mean, we were just it was you know we were just trying to get out of there, right? Did you even notice he fell? At I did it at that moment. No, at that moment. So, so what happened was that we kept running, and like like he mentioned earlier, it was kind of on a hill, and so there was actually like kind of a, a decline, and we actually laid down into the decline, so you couldn't see us. Oh, okay. so we laid into the grass and we like we went yeah there was flat. a drainage yeah. There's a drainage. And then we we saw the spotlight pass by. And then I was like, I was like, all right. I I, I called out her name and I was like, you good? She's like, yeah. And I'm like, Juan, are you good? Nothing. <laughs> Juan? <laughs> You're good? <laughs> yeah. We got you. Exactly. I was like, I was like, fuck, dude, we he, lost him. He done diddly got got, dude. <laughs> No, so, as, I don't know where the fuck they were, <laughs> as I saw the spotlight cross by me and eventually disappear, I uh, worked up the courage to try to claw my way out of this grave. <laughs> so, um, oh, I, I thought to myself, because I had my phone on me, because we were trying to get stuff on, on camera, right? If I call... Excuse, excuse me, if I call someone or call them particularly to come help me get out, then I might give them away because their phone might go off or I didn't want them to get caught or get in trouble. Or the cop might be just chilling, thinking that, yeah. oh, he passed, but he's just like, yeah, watching. Exactly. So I didn't want to give anyone away. I didn't want to give any sort of inclination of, of our presence there. So I. <laughs> go to the farthest corner of this of this grave and I give myself kind of a running start and uh, I jump I mean being six only six foot I mean it's I could jump that high I'm, I'm five nine it's not not much taller than my head so I jump and I use my momentum to, to like dig my feet into the side walls of the dirt and claw and climb out so <laughs> I get out oh, I roll around I'm all fucking dirty and covered in grave <laughs> <laughs> so uh i look around and i you know call out but i'm not loud not super loud i just loud enough that if someone in, in an area around me could hear but i didn't want to call out super loud to you know give away our presence so i'm calling out orlando orlando and obviously i get no response so my my first thought was like I need to get out of the open, not falling into any more graves, <laughs> and reach some coverage behind these these trees. So, I 
at a steady pace, like I jog towards that that more heavily wooded area. Mm-hmm. And I choose to go at the very back of the cemetery looking towards the main road. So butting up against the the steep incline of the hill, mm-hmm. looking through each row, and like I said earlier, it is a very dark, clear, moonlit night. So the only thing that's casting any shadow is from the moon. So my idea is if I can go along the back, I can look down each row and see if anyone's hiding behind these uh, tombstones. And eventually I'll run into these guys or I can get to a vantage point where I can see where they're at. And I'm going and I'm going. I'm gotten pretty scared. I come to the realization that I'm walking through a cemetery. Alone. (laughs) Alone. (laughs) I had just fallen into a grave. And now my only way of navigation is by following moving shadows. And I have no idea what I'm following. As I'm walking through the cemetery, I'm quietly calling out their names, following what I believe is them not hearing me, just chasing these moving shadows. And I end up almost entirely on the opposite side by that large family tomb, Mm -hmm. that big castle-like shrine. And I'm almost about to give in and run out of this place and get home by myself. Because at this point, I think they had left. Because I'd almost covered this entire place. No, we went, we were actually on the backside, like on the opposite side of where Juan was at. Exactly. Looking for Juan. (laughs) So (laughs) we were like, to this day, I have no idea. What shadows I was following. And I was going from tree to tree. Following these shadows cast by the moon. That were taking me somewhere. Or guiding me in a direction I have no idea where. But it wasn't towards my friends. And it wasn't apparently towards safety. I think after like 10-15 minutes of walking around. We finally found each other though. Yeah. After like 10-15 minutes of walking around. And once we found each other, we're like, all right, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then we hopped the fence and ran back home. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Oh, god damn. It was, yeah. It was... It's almost as if you were being kept away from finding them. It's almost, you could you could definitely believe that. It's, it's you could definitely think that at least, you know. But, yeah. That was, you know, that's the kind of stuff that really makes... Halloween and this time of year titillating and exciting and, and <laughs> attractive man it oh, was just uh, it was yeah it was a, it was an experience if anything else but this last story that I want to come up uh, that I want to bring up excuse me um, it happened when I was in college it was uh, roughly around the same time as this adventure with Orlando 
and uh, this friend of ours. And this one, out of the three of us, it only included myself. And it was a bunch of uh, friends that I had met in college. It was uh, probably this uh, this experience uh, was a total party of four, four or five. Um, yeah, four, excuse me, four. So, one of the things that uh, I like to do, especially when it comes to choosing the the attraction of, like, this haunted attraction or whatever paranormal attraction that I, I'm trying to get this thrill from, is I try to use local resources, right? So, at that point in time... Uh, I was going to school in Pocatello, and the local news article released, uh, well, the, the, local, the local newspaper released an article uh, stating the most haunted attractions of Idaho. And lo and behold, three of which were in the Pocatello area. See. Yes. And this particular story is involving... The Haunted Trail of Cherry Creek. So, folklore goes that during the Oregon Trail and during uh, colonization times, um, there was a lot of war and famine in the area with the local Native American tribe and the uh, pioneers. Yeah, pilgrims. Yeah, the fucking pilgrims, dude. Going hungry as hell. But, so, one of the things that ended up happening was that in in this terrible time, they did not like to see their children starve to death, which is which was a common occurrence. And these struggling families, their they had no food to feed their families along their travels. And instead of watching their children die of starvation, they would drown them in the creek. Oh, shit. <laughs> what the fuck? That took a turn. That's so messed up. That. Yeah. They would drown their infants and young children in the creek. Instead of watching them starve instead to death? Instead of watching them starve to death. I don't know which one's better, dude. I don't know. I mean, you die and, you know... Two, two minutes or some shit, one to two minutes, or you die slowly over two weeks. Yeah, but you, the parent, has to go in there and literally put your child down in yeah, the water. exactly. Or you, the parent, also has to tell your coherent child that everything's going to be okay as they deteriorate. Hmm. Or you could take them out like <clears throat> Old West style. And just put them and leave yeah. them to the <clears throat> Or Old Yeller, you know, take them around the back of the barn and show them the business end of a rifle. <laughs> you know, pick your favorite. It, it, this was rough times, you know what I'm saying? But there was a lot of uh, suicide and, like, family homicide suicides and stuff like that because of the rough nature of, of this journey. So it happened to be that 
along this trail, Pocatello was, you know, established as, as a homesteading area and it eventually grew into uh, a civilization and, you know, a town. But the story goes that if you walk down this trail at certain times of the night, you can hear the activity of the pe- people wandering for their, for their families. And you can particularly hear activity around the creek. You can hear what it sounds like is people exiting the creek. And you could hear what sounds like uh, bodiless voices extending out into the empty space surrounding you. You can hear subtle rustling. Just like any like physical activity in the area. Like it was so, alive again. Like, like, like it was alive again. So, we read this article. We gather up this group of friends. And uh, we pile into my uh, my buddy's Tahoe. Well, it was his mom's Tahoe. <laughs> and it was, yeah. it was actually, for the time, it was a fairly new Tahoe. So we pile in to to this to this uh, SUV, and uh, uh, two two of the fellows with us are from Alaska. Um, myself and uh, my hometown friend. We we get to this place and it's the dead of night. I I have to say probably like eleven twelve a uh, twelve at night, and we pull up to what looks like a small parking area where people I don't know walk or take pictures or whatever but you there's an unpaved trail that you walk down and it's completely uh, completely dark there's small patches of light where moonlight penetrates through the the canopy of the forest and that's other than your own man-made lights that's the only thing illuminating your way. So no advanced darkness. Yes. No, that's basically advanced darkness. You're in pitch black other than small speckled points of moonlight. No, advanced darkness is total fucking darkness. Total darkness? Total darkness. Okay, yes. No, it's not advanced darkness. (laughs) (laughs) Was it all cloudy or? No, it was, it was clear. It was clear. There was moonlight that was illuminating. Uh, to an extent, even with your eyes adjusted, it was hard to see. So, as we're going along this trail, I was particularly cocky. I just had some sort of sense about this being uh, a hoax. Oh yeah, it's on a local newspaper. I highly disbelieve any of this is true mm-hmm. so um, in a sort of arrogant cocky manner I <laughs> so in, in some sort of like arrogant cocky manner I I start doing this you know like amateur ghost hunting shit but with a very uh, snide tone you know i I'm walking around and we're completely quiet amongst ourselves. And I'm co- like I'm um, I'm basically scanning from side to side with my phone, uh, calling out 
things to these spirits. As, for instance, like, is anyone there? Mm-hmm. But, you know, in mm-hmm. my tone, I'm like, is anyone there? If you can hear me, come out, reach out, touch me. Yeah, Should told you. them ghosts. Yeah, I was very provoking. <laughs> and I was like, if you have any balls, you'll come out and, and spook one of us. You'll make your presence known. If you are out there and you can hear me, attempt to contact one of us. And I was I was saying all these things with this cocky, snide remark. You know, I was I was pretty dickish because I thought this whole thing was a hoax. Mm-hmm. And this is coming from me, and I and I and I fairly believe in in, in the paranormal. So I'm saying all these things, and we we get to a bridge. We get to this bridge that uh, crosses the creek, and I was mostly looking towards the ground at my feet as I'm walking down this trail, and I'm being an asshole to these entities out there, and this whole time I'm acting this sort of way, this this friend from Alaska says, hey, you need to stop doing that. You gotta shut up, dude. Don't don't be saying those kinds of things. I'm like, dude, this is a bunch of fucking baloney, bro. Yeah, this is a lot of hoopla. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, no, dude, I'm serious. You, you have to stop. You have to stop. I said, whatever, man. If you're scared, you can go back to the truck. <laughs> Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> So we're walking down, and like I said, we get to this this bridge, and like I'm in some sort of a of a trance in a sense where I'm just watching my footsteps. I'm literally just watching my foot go left, right, left, right, left, right, and next thing I know, I'm completely across this bridge, and two of my friends. Are I look up and two of my friends are by my side, and I look back, and that kid, who's saying those things like "don't don't be antagonizing the the spirits," you you have to stop, you have to stop. He is standing at the other end of the bridge. He's basically saying that he's not crossing that bridge. Mm. I'm like, he got them vibes. I'm like, why? I was like, dude, just walk sense. back to the truck, bro. Stop being such a freaking pussy. Like, come with us or go back. Like, I'm not going to deal with this. I'm like, yeah, it's just spooky, whatever. And he's like, no, dude, you have to come back. Come back. Damn. And I was like. Sounds serious. I was like, dude, I got to take a piss. And he's like, you know what, man? I'm leaving. And he starts to take a few steps like back and uh, the creek, like I said, we just crossed the bridge. So the creek wraps around and I see like a clearing from, from the brush and I go and I start, you know, taking a piss in the creek. (laughs) (laughs) And your animal. Yeah, basically. And, my two friends are not far behind me, but 
I'm at the bottom of the embankment, and they're up at the top of this dirt trail. And next thing I know, I heard this sound, and it was it was startling, in in the sense of its like immediate nature. So it was it sounded like a large branch snapping and mm-hmm. I was I would like I said I was at the lower embankment and uh my two other friends were up on that dirt trail and then that other friend refused to to cross the bridge and when I heard that my first thought was someone's messing with me or one of these guys like snapped a branch so I go up this embankment and I get back on the trail nonchalant and I'm ready to continue with this and when I get to the top uh I'm I'm alone mm. yeah I <laughs> yeah so I I look around and I see those two guys sprinting almost all the way across the bridge. <laughs> and at that point, my cockiness and arrogance evaporate. And I booked it. Like, there was a flame under my ass, dude. I was sprinting to that bridge. And I didn't even know why. You just got spooked. (laughs) Yeah, well, those guys dipped out, and I heard a loud branch uh, snap. And if those guys were running, I'm running, too. Fuck that. So we make it... Like, I, I... I sprint past them or past the bridge and I and we're running in this group all the way back to uh the the parking lot where we parked the the SUV the Tahoe. Mhm. And uh we get there and I was like, "Dude, so what happened? Why why did everyone take off?" And they're like, "You didn't hear that?" And I was like, "That branch." And they're like, "Yeah." And I was like, that wasn't you? And they're like, no. What the? And I was like, no. I was like, no, that was you guys. Stop fucking with me. And they're like, no, we got to get out of here. So I look over to that one friend that didn't want to cross the bridge. And he just kept repeating the same phrase over. And he said, I told you guys. I told you to stop doing. I told you to stop doing. I told you. And he's just shaking his head. He's shaking his head. And I'm riding in the back. And my buddy's driving. The other one's riding shotgun. And there's one. My other friend's riding uh, alongside me. So we hop in. And like I mentioned earlier, it's a newer Tahoe for the time. We hop in. We, you know, we buckle up, we, we get back on the road, because I, like I mentioned, uh, this this is a, a little bit more of a remote place, so we have a short drive to get back into town. 
So as we're coming down the mountain, uh, that friend that didn't want to cross the bridge, he's, he's just, he's beside himself. He said, I told you guys not to go there. I told you not to cross the bridge. And out of nowhere, he gets a warning light illuminating on his dash. He goes, bing, door ajar. What? And he's like, hey, can you guys make sure your doors are closed? So we all, you know, open and slam our doors. Light turns off. And we're going towards the, go, go, going towards town. We're still a ways out. And we're kind of quiet. No one's really wanting to say anything. Mm-hmm. And then, bing, door jar. And I was like, all right, one of you, can you guys fucking stop? This isn't funny anymore. And they're like, dude, I, I swear I slammed it. So I, we pull over and I, I close the trunk. I close every single person's door individually. Me, myself, I do it. So I know the door's closed. And uh, might I add, at this point in time, I was in the automotive program at, at that school. So I I was thinking to myself, what mechanical reason why this would be happening? This is a brand new vehicle. It doesn't have any open recalls. It doesn't have any sort of known trouble to have this issue. Ah, whatever, whatever. I'm in my head. We make it all the way to the dormitories. And... Everybody gets out, uh, those, you know, friends or whatever, we say goodbye to him, uh, that the friend who's Tahoe we, we were driving in, he's my roommate, and we live off campus, and everyone gets out, and I hop in shotgun, I clo- make sure I'm positive all the doors are closed, and as, you know, we were driving out, we had no, no alarms, we're like, okay, we're good, I mean, it's just, you know, little weird electrical thing. We get to the end of the parking lot. Bing. Door jar. And at this point, I'm freaking the fuck out. It's almost like every time we get out, it follows behind us. And every time we get back in, it also gets back in. Whatever it is, I don't know. But the tension was palpable. It just, we didn't even speak on the way home. It just, it really affected all of us. And to be completely 100% honest with you guys, for some amount of time I was kind of having like nightmares mm. and I'm not usually that's not doesn't really fit my MO I don't usually have nightmares and stuff so I don't know maybe something that we or I antagonized that night 
might have gotten its little revenge over a period of time. Mm. Just for going over a bridge. Well, I was being a dick. Very true. Very true. Yeah. But anyway, guys, um, I I I want to wrap this up here soon. I I feel like we've reached the end. Orlando, uh, we have some glasses here. I I think we should cheers this this uh, this very special episode with a nice glass of Lagavulin whiskey. And uh, we'll send this we'll send this one home. Here, I'll, I'll hand it to you. Okay. Let me see that. Ugh. All right. Yikes. Let me open this bitch. It's a cork, so you can... Do have one quick question. Yes, sir. Would you ever go back there again? Absolutely. Would I have the same sort of demeanor? Absolutely not. I think... Uh, I want to go over that bridge. I'm I'd, curious. I'm curious to go. Yeah, dude. I It's... It was something else, man. It, oh, there goes a jack o' lantern. There goes Sticky Jack. I don't know if I'm doing this right, but you are. It's a, it's a cork, so now you could just pop it. Hey, Ooh. that was very satisfying. <laughs> All right, let me see this. Oh shit! Here, you what? do it. Never mind. Why? I don't know how much I'm pouring. Oh, that sounds weird. Oh, damn. That's a lot lighter than I thought, too. Yeah. Thank you. All right. You want to throw the cork back in there, bud? Yes. Yeah, so here we have Lagavulin 11 Year Nick Offerman Edition. Yeah, by the way, it is uh been aged in 11 years in a Guinness cask. Yeah. So this is a new one for us. All right. And uh well guys, I I just want to thank you Roy for coming out here. I know it's a long drive out from Moscow to come be in a podcast with us, but No, yeah, I appreciate it. Of course, my pleasure. Yeah, and I I was really excited. Orlando and I were really excited about putting this episode together. Like we've mentioned time and time again, Halloween, this whole season is 100% a part of our identity. And we, we want to thank you guys, the listeners and the viewers. And we're going to cheers with this nice glass of whiskey. And uh, here, let's put them up. Let's do this. Cheers. Cheers. And as always, stay safe and be thirsty. Thank you.